Welcome back to Natural Eleven Podcast. Jeff is nothing if not predictable, so I proactively dodged his penis comment, which is nice. But now you just brought it to full attention. (laughs) You know, I don't care, though. We are sitting in Eel's End. Eel's End, we have a bit of a precarious situation. Oh, we also have Melissa back. Yay! Welcome back, Melissa. Uh, I guess before we get to anything, you had a chance to level up your character. Yeah. You want to tell everybody what you got? What's new for you at level three? Um, the so the most useful one that I have is the color spray, which um, creates like a cone to um, cause creatures to become stunned. Basically. Okay, so that's More a spell, yeah. You, I believe you also got uh, an infrenic amplification too. Uh, yes. And then I got a couple more skills, like um, the nobility knowledge. Okay. What is your what is the amplification that you took again? Force multiplier or something like that. Um, I think that's the one that allows you to spend points to make like magic missile more damaging. If I remember correctly. Um, I'm just looking here. I forget. Focus force. Oh yes, sorry. Focus force. So. I can increase the spell damage. Okay. For anything that's force based. Magic missile, whatever. Psychic thrust? Does it my thrust? Unless it says it's force based. Uh, I don't think so, though. Either way, um, we are standing here at Eel's End, and we've all kind of split ways. Um, Gwendola and Richter, you are being escorted from your wild game of knivesies. Towards the King of Spiders himself. You guys had your time in the spotlight, though, so I think we're just going to take a quick hand back to the other two. And as much as I've been avoiding this, um, we're going to go to Nimtic, who's at the House of Prostitution. Ooh! (laughs) Yes. So, you're kind of standing there, you enter, and it looks like a, a house with women and men scantily clad and there are silks and all that sort of thing hanging from the roof and pillows and it's called the House of Clouds. Uh, a woman comes up to you, a half-elf named Halvara. She blithely whispers to you and says Welcome. Welcome to the House of Clouds. Is there something that can strike your fancy? Do you have any gnome ladies? Yes, we do. Actually, point is your finest one. You're my fine. Well, I you know finest is in the eye of the beholder. <laughs> um, I can call them over, and you can make your choice. Now, I should say, um, it is five gold for uh, your time with one of these ladies. Um, and if you are feeling a little bit more of a discerning taste, we might have some special services available for more, even up to ten gold. For the sake of the dungeon master, please don't roleplay this any more than you need to. <laughs> Bring them over. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'll take one of each. So there are three gnomish um, ladies, and they come over and they each bow before you. Their name is Thimble, Nimble, and uh, Bimble. Bimble. Thimble. <laughs> Give me everything. Uh, okay. With that, we start away. <laughs> Okay, so they star wipe, and we go back to Jace Mullins. Jace, you're sitting there with your friend, and he is talking to you drunkenly, slurring, talking about all the world and all of that kind of stuff, and all of his various different things going on, various different types of tangents, about his favorite types of pineapples, where he's been in the world, all that kind of fun stuff. What are his favorite types of pineapples? <laughs> Um, he likes ones that are grown in Sargava, um, although he will take some that are um, from the Wangi Expanse. Um, and sometimes, if they grow in the right season in the dryness along the banks of the Asp, uh, Osiriani pineapples can be really good too. Now, you start to think that this guy might be just making up things <laughs> on the fly, just like me. Um, you take a look over, and you can see a man in a guard's uniform. He's kind of just, like, looking into his drink, like, not making eye contact with anybody except kind of mumbling to himself. It's just strange because, as you remember correctly, nobody in guards attire is allowed in here. Um, your friend, though, is trying to get your attention. He's like, ah, hey, what's going on? You, you want to get another round? 
Want to try something a little stronger? You know what? I... You know what? Order me one. Order order yourself three. And... I knew I liked you for one reason or another. You know what? Um, I've just gotta take a leak overboard for a minute. Are you actually drunk? No. Give me a bluff check. Okay. Gonna have to do extremely terribly to, uh... Um, okay. It's not hard to try sometimes. Yeah, but... It's true. Uh, where is oh. Eight. <laughs> Eight? You pass, actually. He's like, very well, very well. Just come back to me, my man. And he slaps you on the back and spills what's left of his drink. <laughs> and one of the guards lifts and looks at him and gives him a stern look and points at him. Like, you're crossing a line here. Um, what do you do? Um, I go up to the guard and uh, say to him, Hey, man. Um, you know what? I'm with the guard, too, uh, but uh, I don't have the uh, balls to show up in uniform like you. Uh, how'd you get in like that? He just kind of looks around you, and you can see this guy is in a very unclean uniform. It's dirty. It's gross. He is smelling a body odor, stale sweat, and liquor. He just looks up at you and mumbles something about it. Uh, I'll do a perception check to see. Sure. Uh, 25 to understand it. Okay. And he looks up at you and you make eye contact with him and give me a knowledge local if you have it. I do. 23. Holy crap. That was an Holy shit. You did it. <laughs> you know this is Grau Salvato. Grau Soldado is one of Vencarlo Arasini's more promising prodigies. Um, you know that he had a falling out. Uh, you got, what, a natural 20? Yeah. Okay. So he had a falling out with uh, Vencarlo, and he also had Sabina, Sabina Marin, who is now, you know, is the right hand of the queen. Um they had a bit of a love triangle kind of going on, and things heated up, some problems happened, and somehow Grau Soldado had organized some form of a duel between Ben Carlo and Sabina. She ended up cutting off some of his fingers, the tips of his fingers, and then they found out about it, and um, Ben Carlo expelled him um, from his school, um, and Sabina also left to go join the King's Guard, and Grau ended up in the service of the Guard. He was he's one of the more talented ones. But you know that since that time, he's also struggled with alcoholism. Hmm. Yeah. So that's where he is, and he just kind of looks up to you and says, what do you know about that? Well, I happen to know, and I just subtly dropped uh, what you said about uh, uh, him being uh, at part of the guard and, and alcoholic and uh, you're, you know, you're famous. Yeah. He looks up at you and he says, I know you. He says, it's Nephi. Nephi, from Sandpoint. And he says, my old man. And he laughs and slaps you on the back. And he says, let me get you a couple drinks. I'll get a couple from you too. Oh, sweet. And he says, come, have a seat. And he starts to kind of go on a drunken tangent as well. Starts to go off about how the king, the he says that this is going to be the end of Corposa. The king's death is going to be the beginning of the end. He the queen. Um, he says, I can't stand the fact that the king has died. It's a terrible tragedy. He says, but even worse than that is the fact that it took no time for Corvosa's people to turn on themselves and cause damage to this once beautiful city. And he's kind of like just going off and he's kind of looking at you just like just kind of going off. But like the way that he's kind of approaching it is he's kind of coming off, trying to bounce it off of you to see like what your opinions are on that kind of thing. Yeah, there was a terrible ruckus like uh, <laughs> I remember seeing one of the uh, uh, 
mounted guards uh, fly into a building and skim off the top. Uh, oh. Yeah, there was a lot of chaos on the streets. Uh, people were attacking us left and right. It was messed up. I didn't. I don't know which is worse, the uh, the rioters or the imps. And he looks over at you and he just tries to get a read on you. Give me a bluffer to palm some chat, whatever you think is going to be best. 21. 21? <laughs> uh, well, when was that? I know, I didn't have any Holy shit, Sean. <laughs> he looks over at you and he says, You know what? You're right. He says, I'm glad no, I'm not the only person feeling this way. I feel kind of bad. I'm sort of neglecting my duties and all this problem, but you know what? Well, I'm going to have more of this. And he raises his mug. All the world's so beautiful. I don't have to worry about anything. He just like leans back and sips. Cheers, sir. Cheers. Um, do you have anything else? Anything else that you want to do? Or hey, uh, do you know uh, this uh, spider guy? I don't know, but I know that he makes good brew. That he does, man. Cheers. <laughs> Cheers. Splash my tanker. Okay. Um. So, what do you think? Do you think I should? You think I should maybe just like go and clean up my act a little bit? Maybe the guard needs me. Who knows? Absolutely. Uh, you know what? You know what? Tomorrow is a new day, and you might as well earn the money you're supposed to be made earning, right? Yeah. Yeah, I guess he kind of looks at you, and he's like, he's like, yeah, I'm gonna take somebody that looks like me though. He's like, smell me, he like lets his arm from his like reach of reach of body odor. Just uh, jump in the ocean. <laughs> I thought you sound like good advice. He says, <laughs> "Are you even Neffy?" He like leans in closer to you and like looks up at you. Oh, you are, and he goes to like grab his sword hilt. He says, I'll challenge you to a duel if you think you're trying to trick me and make the fool of me. Do you accept? And he, like, pulls his rapier out and, like, two guards start to kind of rush him. He's like this, waving it around. <laughs> no, thanks. <laughs> uh, do you say that to him or to... Uh, I say that to him. <laughs> He's challenging me to a duel. Uh, no, right. thanks. <laughs> and he, like, sticks, he sticks the sword in, like, the table and he goes, it's like, here, no fun. Says, he's, uh, so you're going to try to like convince him into, um, you're trying to convince him into going back into duty? Well, you've got a natural one. You're going to just allow that to fly. Says, you know what? You may not be nephew, but I, he's in love with He like scuffs your hair. He says, you're probably right. I'm going to go sleep this off. And you go, Pulls the sword out, puts it back in. He says, To the Golden Hawk! And he, like, staggers out, and the guards, like, grab him by the shoulder and escort <laughs> him out. As you kind of have done that, and you kind of, like, you have been drinking, too, you start to kind of pick up rumors from some of the other tables about something that's gone on in the gambling house, something about some kind of woman. Uh, some woman who was in some kind of cheating game of knivesies. And you see, they've been kind of taken forcefully to go meet DeVargo himself. No, Josh, you said there was no rules. I did. So, sorry. Uh, I know you guys pulled me in on my uh, adventures. Was there actual cheating going on, or they're just suspecting there was cheating? Well, you didn't know of any rules, so how could you cheat? <laughs> they don't know what was going on. Okay. Uh, you're using psychic energy. Most people probably have never seen that in their life. They don't yeah. know what's going on. All of a sudden, this guy's getting hit in the head by tankards and stuff. How do they know who did it? Um, well, <laughs> they don't really know, but they That's can assume. I mean. Like, you're glaring at them. You know, I, just I think, that, I think that your burden of proof for a bunch of vagabonds and brigands <laughs> is maybe a little bit too high. Um, <laughs> they don't exactly need to be accountable to anybody to do that. Uh, yeah. But yeah, so you hear that as um, as you kind of kind of pick people's brain you hear about the the half elven woman and her friend having been dragged off to sea and have an audience with Devargo for something about cheating 
something called knives in the sea. What do you do? Um, I will... Um, you know what, I'll go to the gambling... Uh, the spider's in the gambling hall, right? No, he's got his own... He's got his own, so... You'll see here, on the map, okay. C2 is the main one. So they're being dragged from... I believe it's this one. Okay. Uh, being dragged from this boat, this raft, um, to the main ship where Navargo is located. Okay, I'll uh, go up and try to uh, try to catch them as they're being dragged. Uh, okay. Um, you can see that the door is closed at this point, and they're already in. There's two guards at the front. They look yeah. over at you and say, "You have business." And you can see the people dancing on the bow of the ship and stuff like that, and the drunken bard. And there's like there's the big door, and they are kind of looking at you. Uh, yes, uh, I'm here to make a delivery uh, to uh, the spider, and I just pull open the sack and pull open the sack full of gold and okay. Gold. And they kind of look at you, and they're like, um. We'll hold off on that and go back to the house of Miss Nimtik. Nimtik, what are you doing? Do you've gone off to a separate room with these women, or what? Have you decided to just kind of linger with them and share drinks with them or something at first? No, um, I spent a majority of my life making bombs for a man who enslaved me. I haven't really had a chance to be with a woman since I got here. So I basically do the two pump, I'm a two pump chunk. <laughs> I walk in, she walks out first, very disappointed. I walk out with this massive grin on my face. I didn't realize that alchemists can cast a spell web. <laughs> I, I look to the man with the mop and like, I made a big mess. Oh, Jesus. I slip him a gold coin on my back, sorry. <laughs> and you like walk out? I walk out. Just, I strut out, just like shoulders up high, grin on my face. Nice. I strut, strut off the boat. Feel like 20 pounds lighter. Yeah, 20 pounds lighter. <laughs> my ball sack has shrunk. Oh my god. <laughs> Beautiful. Well, you walk out and you see Jace Mullins walking over with purpose. He's got the smell of liquor and opioids on his body. I uh, walk up and I'm like, where are you off to in such a hurry? Just follow me then. We're going to see the spider. Oh, okay. I don't know how much I like following strangers, but okay. So at that point, you guys kind of walk together and you show him the bag of money. Um, one of the yeah. guys kind of enters in through the door. You hear, and then he comes back out and says, I think Vargo will see you. That big sack of cash. And he waves you through. And you kind of go in and you can see Richter and Gwendola standing together. And they're kind of with a bunch of guards. They are into like an, an interior door um, that they are standing at, and they are going to meet the the king of spiders. Um, do you guys say anything to them? As you see them kind of there, there's a couple guards. You guys walk in. You're not under escort necessarily. So I probably just make eye contact with them to let them know that shit might be going down. Okay. Well, you can talk to them. There's no reason why you can't talk to them. But right now, we don't know what he's going to talk to us about, so I feel like being casual right now until I know if it's Um, bad news. That makes sense. Okay. So, you wait a couple minutes, and you can hear some laughs from the other side, some boisterous laughs uh, from the other side of the door. And then one of the guards leans in and says, the king will see you now. Okay. And it opens up. And there is a man sitting on a throne, um, a dirty, shabby throne. And there's six near-do-wells that are kind of sitting, drinking, and gambling at a table. And he looks in, and he just, like, looks at you, and he doesn't say anything. And then the six six near-do-wells are, like, giggling and sort of making, like, good, and just kind of drinking and being... Full of general shenanigans. So, DeVargo comes in, and you can see that it's a large room that was once a captain's cabin. It's been converted into a throne room of sorts. There's walls thick with spider webs, and within those dozens of spiders scuttle. 
some as large as a fist, but most are uh, considerably smaller. These spiders seem content to stay in the webs and do not venture into the room itself, which is furnished with two sturdy from captains. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah, so we are back at the throne of spiders. So you can see there's a wooden stage that supports a large leather chair that's been covered with cobwebs and scampering spiders. A narrow door stands support, hanging in jar revealing a flight of stairs leading below. There's an iron birdcage hanging from the ceiling like a chain. And within, you can see another house trail, caged. And it's kind of whimpering. And you can see, like, the narrative wells, like, laughing and throwing food and, like, wrestling the cage every once in a while. This is, like, a mature house drake. And they're just kind of laughing. He looks at you. Devargo looks at all of you. He just kind of looks and waits. And he says, I'm to understand that one of you bears a gift. And somebody here looks over at Pendula. Says he's been accused of possibly unsavory tactics in my gambling house. What do you have to say about that? Um, I'm not really sure what you're talking about. We were just playing a friendly game of knives. <laughs> Am I to understand that you were using potentially some kind of trick of the mind or something like that? No, just a regular game of knives. <laughs> I find it very interesting that uh, some of my guards are reporting that you never laid a hand on them and that his nose started to bleed and his eyes started to bleed. I've never heard of anything like that, have you? No, I haven't. If I haven't laid a hand on him, though, I'm not sure why I'm here. Because it just seems awfully strange. I've heard of people with special kind of magic tricks. Hmm. Would you know anything about that? No, I'm not familiar with that. Roll me a bluff. Eleven. So he looks over at you, he says, Oh, sweet thing. If you're going to lie to me, you got to know that you're going to be... You're going to have to do a little bit better than that. I've been a master of this for some time. I'm more interested in finding out a little bit more about exactly how you did what you did. Well, <laughs> um, I'm not really sure what happened. It just kind of happened. I, I, I can't hear you. Come forward and speak to me. Step forward. Um, well, I, I approach cautiously, not too too much forward. Okay. Kind of. Um, ah, come, come, come. I don't bite. They do. I mean, like, he pulls a hand out and there's like a spider on his hand. He puts it back on my shoulder. He says, but I don't bite. Unless that's something you like. And he laughs. And the enforcers laugh as well. Ha ha ha. It's a really stupid joke, but they're moves. Well, spiders really aren't my thing. I've had some bad experiences with them, so I'm not going to get too close. He says, what, do you prefer something like this? And he just grabs the cage and just rattles it. And you can see it distresses the house drake, and they all laugh again. And he laughs as well. He's like flipping a coin in his fingers. And he says... But seriously, what brings you here? Any of you? Maybe I should try lying to them. That might be better. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe. Do you I, say I, I that to No. <laughs> I have a good score. No. I have a good bonus uh, to lie. <laughs> sure, because I'm good. So. Bluffing. I just pause him for a second. Yeah. Um, what's the name of yeah. the guy right there? Whoops, I just elbowed. So would I know his name or probably not? Yeah, you would. You were there. You yes. might you might not want to use his name though, because you're he brought you in for I'm already he brought suspicion. You, yeah, he brought you in for Something suspicious else, yeah. magic. We're there because we have the sack of coins Well he says he says he says, I'm really interested in seeing this. Because it's very strange to me that you would Find yourself victorious. With all due respect, you are fairly slight. You don't exactly seem like the knives type. Entertain me. Let's see if you can repeat it again. Um, wait. I'm going to pause for a second. Because I want to get... I assume... No, just in general. Yeah. Um, if I want to kind of see, like, where he's going with his questioning to see if, like, he has some ill will, that would probably be motive, not perception, right? Yeah. 
Yeah, that would okay, work. Can I do a perception? Yeah. Uh, um, a sense motive. Yeah. Sense motive. <laughs> Thirteen. No, fourteen. So he is going somewhere with this. Um, truth is, you probably aren't a hundred percent on where exactly he's going with it. Um, but he is just trying to feel you out, just to see if there is maybe something he's missing. If there's a flaw in the eyes, these games he needs to address. Okay. So he says, he says, listen, listen, listen. Knives is a little bit loose around the edges, but you have to understand that when you're dealing with a bunch of drunken people and they start seeing things fly through the air and people's nose and ears start bleeding randomly out of the blue, it starts to cause a few questions. Excuse me. I, uh, I actually heard some rumors around the pub that they thought it was hilarious that they were uh, throwing out uh, their mugs at uh, <laughs> at uh, some of the fighters. He was a drunken fool, in my opinion, <laughs> and was asking for it, trying to pick on this lady. Right? So, well, it's a good thing I didn't ask for your opinion. Wait your turn. And he looks back at Gwendola, and he says, My dear, I can't I can't wait to see exactly what these people were talking about. I would like to see you do it again. Come here, um, Pongo. And one of the guys runs over. He's like, yes, sir. Says, I'd like you to challenge this young lady to another game of Nazis. I want to see what she truly has. What do you say? Entertain me. Okay. Sure. You do that? Oh, no, I just didn't know if there's a uh, skill check to, like, like confuse and then, like, no. no. Just do the same thing you did. So, <laughs> so, DeVargo goes, and goes like that, and five other guys clear off the table, and they grab, like, a broom handle and clear off the top of the table, laughing, and they throw a handful of coins on the table. There are 13 coins on the table. And one of them runs over and ties the hand behind the guy's back, ties a strap to his belt, and the other one comes over to do it to you. And he, like, goes to tie your hand behind your back, your one hand, and uh, tie a belt, a strap to your belt as well. Are you going to do anything special, or are you just going to let this happen? Um, Seeing as most of my skills are telekinetic, I will trust that if I get into something, I'm hopefully still... So another guy comes over and sticks a dagger in the center of the table. You remember how you know how this works? Yeah. So (laughs) you have a couple options. There's a few rules. Um, The first rule is you can grab as many coins as you can. There's no coins on the table, so that's standard action. We roll a d10. the other option, but that provokes an attack of opportunity. The other option is to dive for the knife. And if you dive for the knife, you can take the knife um, and you can basically slash a hack and cut. And if the other person dies, they die. Or the other option is to push the other person off the table. You have to fall off the table or you lose. Okay. So those are three options. Um, some of them and what happens if you lose? Oh, you just lose. Um, You can die if they stick you with the knife. (laughs) Um, Are you going to do anything before you get ready? I'm just looking through my powers here. Um, Okay, sorry. Just one second. And the one guy, Pongo, is tapping his foot. He says, come now. And he's like already on the table like laughing. And his buddies are like jeering him, like shaking his shoulders and stuff. Okay. Sure. <laughs> Can I proactively be prepared to do a projectile if no. I okay. doesn't work that way? <laughs> I tried. Um, you can do that in the midst of it, but not right now. Okay. So you're gonna get up on the table. Yep. Okay. Well, Gwendola, Tavargo leans over and he says, "Begin." Gwendolyn, you're first. <laughs> okay. So, um, before I start, I've kind of locked eyes with the guys in the room to let them know um, 
we might need a distraction to get me out of this if it goes sideways. <laughs> I look around casually if there's any windows in here or you know, any other means of escape. Um, not really, other than the stairs going down to the lower level. Um, okay. Can I also do a, a sift to just to see with the fine, like, that there well, might that be a hidden one? Well, that would be your for the turn. Oh, but... You know he's gonna likely go for coins or die for the knife on the next turn. Okay. So, um, I'm gonna hope that he falls off the table, so as I'm grabbing... For the coins, I telekinetic projectile. Um, no, no, no. You've got to do one or the other. You can either grab for coins or use your one of your okay. telekinetic abilities. So, can I to confuse him? Act like I'm gra- grabbing for the coins in hopes that he gets all c- confused. And you can do that if I'm you prepared. can do a bluff. Yeah. So I'm gonna bluff that I'm going for the coins, but really I'm uh, projectiling the full mug of beer. Okay. Well, his face. It doesn't. It doesn't matter. He knows it's coming. He reads you very easily. He's like, no, she's not actually... He, she can, he can see you going for the coins, but you can still do your projectile. Okay. So you get to roll an attack, a ranged attack. Is that d d20? Uh, yeah. Should I add anything to that? Uh, it would be the okay. range bonus. So it would be... Plus one. Ranged? Fourteen. Fourteen? Not quite enough. He dodges it. And he reaches over and grabs through the knife um, on his turn. So he's got the knife and he starts spinning it in his hands. He's like, I'm going to cut you open and see what happens. And he like sneers and he's missing a whole bunch of teeth and he's got like a rotten broken teeth that are left. It's your turn. Um, actually, um, I'm going to cast Bless. <laughs> oh, no, I just kind of do my breath, holding my padlock. You're gonna do. You can do that with a uh, sleight of hand check. Two. <laughs> and Devargo is throws a knife at your feet. And says, "Ah, ah, ah! None of that." Your turn. Now, here's the thing: you can provoke attacks of opportunities if you try to grab. If you try to like push him, fight for the knife, or grab the coins, you're gonna provoke an attack. Psychic spells do not go. Okay, and so what do you mean provoke opportunity? You get a free attack against So if I just roll with it, then you can't? My Sorry, my psychic abilities won't provoke it, provoke, though? No. Okay. Well, then I'll try to hit him with something else again. Another projectile? Yeah. Okay. Roll again. Not good. Two. <sighs> Was that a natural one? Yeah. Oh, okay. That's a spell crit one. I haven't actually had one of these cards before. Should be mad Magic? You take a minus one penalty on attack rolls until you score a critical hit. Oh, God. That's not good. It's not that bad. Not of bad. all the spell crit fails. So he, it's his turn, and he's going to do a quick slash across at your face. Just remember to take a minus one. Why is it always the face? <laughs> uh, sure. He rolls a natural 20. He confirmed, possibly, with a 12. Does a 12 hit your AC? Probably. A 12 hits your AC. Wait, if mine says 12, does 12 count on the side of me? Pain and simple. Double damage and 2d6 non-lethal. That's not good for you. That's 8 damage and 12 non-lethal. You're out cold. Not dead, but you're out cold. Eleven. Well, the eight damage and the twelve on lethal block. Yeah. 
you're not technically dying. You're just so does old. non-lethal mean that those ones will heal eventually? Like, well, yeah. Yeah. Actually, okay. magical healing yeah. yeah. So, um, it would be your turn, but you're unconscious. It's his turn. <laughs> you don't know what happens. You guys look over, and Gwendola is out cold, and the guy just, like, did a severe slash, and she just goes out on the table after one. Do you guys do anything? Yeah, I walk over to it. Okay. And DeVargo says, ah, 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 ah. Now, now, now. There's a few rules of knives, and that's one of them that you can't break. She's not off the table yet. Can someone push me off the table? Can I use my whip to whip her leg and pull her off? You can, but you you can absolutely do that. I'm not going to stop you from there. Are there guards around the table? Well, there's the five moots. Are they creating a barrier, basically? No, they're just like in the gambling position at the other end. And then there's Devardo. There's five moots plus the one guy and Devardo. I kind of quietly just have my hand on my Just run over and try to trip the guy with uh, my quarter staff. Uh, the guy off the table? Yeah. Oh shit! Sean is just taking the down. lead. The combat is gonna happen. Yes. Alright, guys. Uh, 24 on CMD. I'll sit this one down. <laughs> good job. Good job, good job. So, this is it. Do you guys want to just place your characters there? On this one, you're on the aft deck. So, Melissa, you are. On the table. On the table. Down. Uh, sure. Well, I'm going to pause because this is not exactly how I expected this combat to go. <laughs> so I'm going to pause and set this up. All right, Padlock. Um, so you're going to, what, creep up and you're going to make your hit for the guy on the table? Yeah, I did a uh, check of uh, 21. 21? Um, that'll hit and you knock him, what, off the table? You knock him off the table, and Vargo stands up, and you can see him, like, put out two, like, wrist knives, like that. And he says, that's the way this is going to be, eh? And he, like, says, all right, recruits, prove your loyalty to me. I want all their heads, and feed them to the spiders. And this is where it begins. Um, I am going to see... Okay, so that guy is now officially off the table, and you can kind of knock him off if you don't mind. And then the next person will be Nimtik. Wow. <laughs> Close quarters, multiple enemies bunched together. My specialty. Add that. Pull up my explosive bomb. <laughs> pull the fuse. I just chuck it right at uh, DeVargo's head. At DeVargo? Yeah. Okay. Oh, if I hit DeVargo, I can hit everyone with my bomb. Oh, really? Yeah, because okay. I've got explosive reasons. So, uh, yeah, roll a touch attack. Probably not gonna do it. Eight. No. Um, and it lands and blows an explosive hole right through the side of the hull. Um, everybody will get a reflex save though. Yes. So Tavargo's reflex save comes in for fourteen. It should be right there. On the bottom. Sixteen. Sixteen. All right. So it washes over him. What did he roll? A 14. So is that it? Yeah. Like it oh, washes okay. over him. Uh, four successful hits and one miss. So there's five moves though. And he has like six people back hit. Uh, yeah, so six full damage and two, two moves. Misses. So what is the full damage? Uh, six. Five. Five? Yes. Okay. From this, I would describe that as not being too bad. With 30 damage on the miss? Uh, yeah. That's pretty good. Uh, Richter, what are you going to do? Drop my flail to the ground and whip out my spear and just try to spear one of these guys here. Okay. Sounds good. 
Don't forget, I believe your spear is a masterwork. Quite right. An 18 to hit. 18? What's that? Uh, that should do, and that's sort of it's a mook? Yep. Okay. That'll hit. 11 damage. Um, 11 damage. Holy. That was not too <laughs> okay, well, they're still going. Yikes. Okay. That was Richter? I did five So they all have to draw weapons. Um, so they go to draw their weapons. And they call out, Hey, hey, there's trouble in here. Devargo's in, in trouble. Um... And you know that you've got about two rounds before the next wave of guards shows up. They're coming from here. Um, they will be coming from the main doors, yeah. So you have that, and they are going to rush forward um, to the closest enemies. Um, the one is going to stand up, which will probably provoke from you, Jace. Uh, I got a five to hit. A five? No, that won't. No, you hit twice. Not on attack not opportunity. On, no. no. So he's going to try to retaliate against you. Um, and he's got the knife still. So he's going to swing at a 14. Uh, okay. So he goes to swing at your guts and you kind of like step back. And it whooshes. Just a little too close for comfort. Oh shit. Um... And the others are going to step forward. One is going to attack Richter. Another's going to attack Richter. This guy's going to run around the side of the room and try to reach Nimtik, which they do. Although, you may not have a whole lot of movement left. And they're going to go there, except if you have another attack opportunity. Jace, I don't know if you do. But you uh, can take it if you have the ability to do so. I do not. Did he move near me as well then? Uh, yeah, technically. Um, you have a couple options for attacks of opportunities. I don't know how many you can take, but yeah, the just one guy definitely did. Well, I'll just at least do that. Right? Sorry, Gwendola. Gwendola, you have, if you can get up, if somebody can just lay a little bit of healing on you, you'll be good. Yeah. But you're kind of stuck right now. Uh, no, that'll miss. Uh, okay, so the first attack is going to come in versus Richter. That is going to be... They have, like, they basically don't have knives. They have socks with, like, like clubs in them. Or, like, like heavy, like, stones or metal balls. Like, saps, the lady basically. with the sock accordance. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Black 13. Miss. Crit 1. Ah! Oh, attack deals damage to your armor. Well, it's a sap. I don't think it can do damage to attack. Um, two against Nimtik. Nimtik. That's a mechanical 20. And a 13. The mechanical 20 hits. Yeah. Uh, eight non-lethal. Okay. Um, all right. And then Devargo sneers and says, they may have no ability to do the killing. But he says, I have no problem with it. And he, like, has his spike gauntlets. And he jumps over at. Actually, he doesn't really have a lot of room to do anything, does he? He's gonna step in here and he's gonna try to stick Richter once. Okay. Um, that is gonna be a 13. Miss. Miss. Okay. Gwendola is out. Cold padlock or Jace. Uh, I, uh, Jace will ch- uh, channel positive energy. Do you have selective channeling? Uh, no, this will heal everyone within the last 30 foot. So that's everybody. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, do it. Better to have Gwendola up if you throw another bomb. That'll heal all of your stuff, too. Oh, the paint on it. Actually, um, how do I uh, cast well, it's uh, it's channeling, which I believe is supernatural, which doesn't work. No, I mean, uh, in the case that I wanted to just... It'd be a concentration check, so it's 15 plus double the spell level, I believe. Into stat plus a level plus... 
No, it's d20 plus caster level on this. No, plus your stat? No. Really? No, it plus feats if you have, like, um, combat mm-hmm. casting or whatever. Alright, in that case, I'll try Cure Light Wounds casting defense. Okay. <laughs> natural 20. Thanks, Colin. Hey! <laughs> Hold on. You, okay, so that's a natural 20. Yeah. Perfect. So you can heal Gwendolyn now. So it's a D, what is it, a D8? Is it off a wand or is uh, it? This is me casting. Okay, so. Just lightly graze your foot along the back of her neck while casting the light wounds. Okay. Just elbow. <laughs> it's like a doctor Ah, crap, I'm sorry. No. Um, get rid of the money for Yeah, that's true. Um, oh, okay, that's true. You get one plus one plus, I believe I have, uh, plus a touch, which gives you an additional one. So you have three instead of two. Three, and you remove your non lethal. Okay, so do I just uncheck non lethal? Yeah. yeah. Well, that's to go to three. Yeah, just show her how to do that here. Real quick. Yeah, I'll check on the way to go your regular hit point damage. Um, oh. that actually gets regular damage. No, it is actually after Jace. It will be Nimtic's turn. Actually, um, I take a five foot step back towards these tables here, um, and I throw another bomb directly at um, who should we call it? Devargo or Devargo? Devargo. Okay. And it's going to hit Devargo and four of his mooks, and I elect to not hit my partner with the whip there. Three. For a 22 on touch. That'll hit. Direct. So do the direct damage. Uh, they all failed, so... So he takes nine damage. He takes nine. And everyone else takes five. Well, nothing else is consistent. That thing got so much better than none. That's in five. Two to six plus five. Five. Well, you're just bombing like a madman. You can hear people from the other side of the door, and they're right there on the double side of the door. Is Um, that door barable? Sure. Well, not at this point, but. Um, Richter, you're up. Jump to the door and bar it with the spear. Uh, sure. That'll provoke from two attacks of opportunity. Uh, they both miss. Another natural one. Wah, wah, wah. Yikes. I'm not. I have Sean's life. <laughs> <laughs> I have somebody else. Deals damage to your armor. That's the same well, one, man. Do a different one. Can't put them back on the top of it. No, they're right here. Where did he That's critical hit Critical mistake, it hits you and is a critical threat. I need to confirm. Uh, 14 doesn't confirm, so he just hits himself with non lethal. 5, um, 8 non lethal damage. Hmm, which one was that? That was, yeah. So he's still going. Um, X. So that would have been Richter, and you slide the spear. It may not have, like, a bar to hold down, but it's got the places for it. Right. So you slide the spear in there? Okay. And as I move... Oh, I guess... So, yeah. I'll just stand there, like... Actually, with my... Him with the buckler, I'll pull out my, like, flail. Just to have it on the way. Okay. Um, Luke's turn. They're gonna step forward again. Um, they don't know that Gwendola is up and awake right now. He's playing dead. Mm -hmm. Um... So it's going to be a five foot step in to continue the attack. All right. So, Jace, you're going to get a flurry of attacks. Are you ready? Yep. Um, then it's going to be 14. Yes. A 19. Hit. And a natural 20. Confirming with a 15. Yes. Miss. Okay. Wow, you have decent armor. Okay, so that's two hits. That is going to be four and nine non-lethal damage. Both non-lethal? Both. Then it's Devargo's turn. And he is going to... What is his options here? I'm eyeing him up. Just waiting for him to come at me. He can die. 
And that could be a thing. And he like sneers and reaches for a little button that is near the steps. He just reaches that and it drops down into one of the trap door that you didn't know was there. He drops down into the lower level. It's the dash line. Wendela, uh, <laughs> you are awake and conscious now. You can see all of your friends are in a state of combat. What do you do? Okay, so I have a question about my color sprite. So it says um, each creature within the cone, does that mean all of them would be affected too? Okay, so I can't. Okay. So you could if you move out of the way. But they're all in a cone. There's no real way, yeah. no place you can stand. Really? How long is the cone? 15 feet. How about here? Yeah, just get these three dudes. What about Nimtuk? Stand back. They, you can aim it. They get a save, too. You get, I won't pass the save. You can narrowly avoid it. Just pass it in this corner. Mm, I think I'd get Nimtuk. I'll pass it on you either. If you go in there. They're standing right here. Mike has that right. That would have been the cone. It's 15 yeah. feet. Okay. Now, here's the catch, though. They get an attack of opportunity if you stand up. But you don't I'm have not to just, stand. And what? Just play dead? But yeah. then she can't get her table cast. Well, oh, okay, so I can magic missile while I'm playing dead? Yeah. <laughs> it, it, is a, it is a cone, too, not like uh, a triangular one. So it's like a circle, so you can aim more up if you wanted to. And we'll make it work. It, it can be done. You can hit those three if you do it. Okay. This is non lethal damage. You can probably take it. Yeah. Or um, you can get up off the table. Here's the thing that if they don't get knocked out, you'll be prone on the table. So take that into consideration as well. Yeah, yeah. no, because I don't want to be like on the table for them to Do you stab. move? Then? Yeah, I'm going to get up and then aim so it they roll so that. that okay. It doesn't. doesn't hit? Yeah, minus 20. Nice. Oh, so All right, so you move then. Uh, yeah, well, I think she wanted to move a bit, well, so she's a little bit further away. Standing up to move back. Oh, that's true. That is true, standing up is moving back. So yeah, giving up or whatever to miss us. Or so I can't move further than standing up? These two? No. Okay. Um, so standing up where I am, which one's different? So it has a 15-foot cone shape. So just, uh, I, I know this is confusing to anybody Wait, who's listening, but this is a really tight area, and Gwendola is looking to use a color spray, but not make all of her allies also start foaming at the mouth. Um, it's doable, it's just a little bit finicky. The color, children, the color! So That's I hit right. these three, but not that one or this one? Okay, so I think I'm in position now, so... Are you going to do it? Sure. We are going to find out whether or not the seed succeeds on the next episode of the Natural 11 Podcast. Thanks for listening to Natural 11 Podcast. Follow us on Facebook and Twitter at Natural 11 Podcast. That is 11, the number, for updates and news regarding the show. Shoot us an email at natural11podcast at gmail.com. And don't forget to rate us and leave us a review on iTunes. But most importantly, keep on gaming. (laughs) 